Wistful Thinking is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome back to Wistful Thinking's summer series where we are podcasting all about camp. Camp movies, camp hair, camp outs. Even my co-host, Jordan Pullen-Clark, is reporting live from a real-life summer camp. Hello, Jordan. Live from summer camp. Um, it sounded like we were coming back from a commercial break. The way that you said that, um, not a commercial. I mean, a very long break, and we don't have commercials. But yeah. if you want to sponsor us, do let us know. Oh, by all means, I could really use the money. This podcast costs us money, so does it? Well, I pay for the movies and I pay for the food. Oh yeah, fair, fair, fair. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we have both lived a thousand lifetimes since we last recorded, and for also real. I think since we actually watched the movie that we're supposed to talk about today. I, no, I people. watched half of it today. Okay, well, I. It's like I never watched it. Anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, it's so. not. There's not a ton to remember anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's it's barely a movie. So anyway, this episode might be uh, a little weird, but, you know, that's fine. But truly, well, did you even say what movie it was? Oh, Meatballs. Is Meatballs. From 1980? Yeah, which we, which we chose because it was just like a camp movie that we never saw, that we felt like people s- saw. Mm-hmm. And, like, definitely we're going to be watching Wet Hot American Summer later this summer. Yeah, which we know. draws heavily on meatballs. Yeah. Um, But mm, didn't love it. It was interesting. I mean, there was, I don't know. Where do we even start? I don't know. I wanted to talk about the thousand lifetimes we've lived first. Because there's, like, truly not a lot. Like, meatballs has no plot. (laughs) And thank God, because the day that I watched it, I was so tired, and I I couldn't, like, follow any plots. I had to just sit and watch Bob Ross paint, because there's no plot to that. There's no plot to that. Uh, I mean, there is, but it's very small, and it's the same plot every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Uh, and it's really more about the sounds and the colors for me than anything else. Uh, but then uh, I watched Meatballs, and it didn't have any plot, so I didn't really have to follow anything. That was fine. Didn't love it. No, that's because it's not a good movie. And also, like, it was... Ugh, fine, we're talking about the movie. Fine. Um, there was, like, parts of it that made me, like, uncomfortable and angry. Mm, well, yeah. I but mean, then there was parts that were funny also because like yeah bill murray's funny and like it actually the slapstick in this movie is very funny there's a lot of like really funny not a lot there's a there's few some great really funny visual comedy. gags yeah yeah too um and um also like some like really lovely moments too of like like and uh very balletic like a lot of it seemed like very like physically choreographed. Even the scene where Bill Murray tries to rape a woman, surprisingly balletic. Uh, but other than that, didn't love it. <laughs> you know what I did love? What that um, the woman that he tries to rape is. Um, she, so she, him, her, and him have like essentially the same haircut and wear the same outfit. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. Like for most of the movie. <laughs> Her pants are slightly more flared, 
um, and her hair is much better than his hair. Oh, yes. But it was like talk it was about like that, camp hair. I mean, I, it, yes, it was like that period of time though, where like I I appreciated that they didn't have him going after like you know some like wo- traditionally like movie hot woman with mm-hmm. like you know huge boobs and like she was like flat chested her hair was really short she you know dressed I thought she was a not... lesbian <laughs> I really did and I was like well that's why she's not interested in Bill Murray <laughs> she's like very clearly coded as a lesbian to me but maybe not I don't know because she does wind up with him at the end of the movie for yeah some they reason. definitely like have sex once maybe probably um and well, and then, like, in the like, wh- I was angry about the rape part. Mm-hmm. Like that was just like, I almost had to turn it off. Like it just kept yeah. going, and yeah, it was it really played off on for a long time. It was played off like a fun wrestling scene. Yeah, where he was having fun, and she was like, "Get off me! Clearly get off not me! Get off fun. me! Stop! Stop! Stop!" Yeah. For like five minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he does not stop. And then um. somebody else walks into the room, and he pretends jokingly that she is attacking him. Yeah, which I did not appreciate. No. And then, like, either right before that or right after that, I started googling Bill Murray, and it's like he's a shithead in real life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got even angrier. <laughs> uh, Ivan Reitman, who directed this, uh, wasn't even sure if he would be in the movie because he like didn't give him a like firm yes or no, and like. A hundred percent had no idea whether or not he would show up on day one to shoot. And that seems like a pretty common story mm-hmm. for people who've worked with him. Yeah. He has like this, uh, like apocryphal voicemail box that like people just call and say like, Hey, Bill Murray, I would really like you to be in my movie. Will you be in my movie? And then they just have to hope that he shows up. But he also like, was accused of like being physically and emotionally abusive towards mm-hmm. his spouses too. He's mm-hmm. been married twice, um, and that's super not cool, man. Nope. And it's like everyone r- blows it off as like, oh, he's just like quirky and oh, he's you know, he's an funny. he's an he's artist. Just, he's just and... joking around. Boys will be boys. They're just he's just nobody. Just even joke. like the even like the on set stuff, mm-hmm. like kind of gets like written off in the industry it seems like as well you know he's just he's eccentric and it's like no man he's a dick yeah and like he gets away with it because he's funny and he is very funny in this um but like who cares if you're a bad person you know yeah yeah no i know yeah there is some nice sunshine sparkle in it though Mm-hmm. Nice I also sparkle. really liked. There was. It was it was a nice like they, the one part that kind of was, a plot, that tried to happen, was. <laughs> that's how you say that, right? Oh yeah 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 very technical okay. term. <laughs> um, uh, was like his re- Bill Murray's relationship with this like young, um, kind of outcast camper. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's nice because neither of them can actually relate to literally <laughs> any other human being in the camp. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but as a as an also outcast 
yeah, camper. No, I get it. <laughs> I was actually going to suggest to you that maybe you should find another, like, an outcast <laughs> child to mentor and go running with. <laughs> it's Well, the, the thing is, is, like, when you're in a place where everything is just, like, activity all the time, mm-hmm. you don't really see those kids. Right. They're either, like, off doing something quieter, or they just get kind of lost, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Or they just, like, wander off into the woods. I, side note, watched a Care Bear movie uh, where these three kids who were bad at camp things, um, like, run off into the woods and they're like, we're running away from camp. Uh, and then the Care Bears are like, oh, no. We can sense that somewhere in the world, people are not caring enough, and they go and they try and save the day. It was not good. Why did you watch that? I was, you know, it was like the middle of the day, and I was tired, and I, again, like, my brain couldn't really handle anything else. Uh, also like... for research, I was like, this is a camp movie. <laughs> was it an old Care Bears movie? Yeah, it was from, like, Care 1989. Okay, I can... I... That's better. Yeah. I don't know why. Wishful thinking relevant. It wasn't just, you know, like a random Care Bear movie. I was hoping it was good. (laughs) I also really liked... I'm looking at my notes now. Um, I also really liked... there, There was a time where, like, the CITs and the counselors went on a camp out. Mm hmm which leads me to the question who was watching the kids <laughs> but this also seemed like a camp that didn't really have any kids so yeah which is weird because they shot this while camp was actually happening there was like no kids at this camp yeah um but which is probably just like labor a labor law thing you know yeah which um, i think is why we're gonna find that most summer camp movies like don't actually have don't have yeah. A ton of like actual kids, but at the same time, this is a reverse situation of where are the adults? Where are the children? Who's looking added, after them? That's what I just added to our list. <laughs> it says where are the kids? There you go. Um, there's so the CITs go away, and like all of them are just like they want to like get laid, which seems real, by the way. <laughs> of course, it seems. Person real. who is that? Of camp. course, it is real. Very Duh. real. Um. Um, to the point where, like, when I got here, like, I, I work in one of the spaces that is filled with soft things, and everyone's like, no, yeah, lock that, make sure you lock that all the time, lock it, never keep it open, lock, lock all the windows, okay. <laughs> um, but, so these two CITs, who, like, I don't remember from any other part of the movie, are making out, and there's, like, a very artfully shot close-up of them making out, do you remember this part? I don't think so, but there were a lot of small, like, stolen moments of really yeah. beautiful, artfully shot yeah. things. And so they're they're making out, and she calls him by his first name. I think his name's Bobby. And he's like, don't call me that. My grandma calls me that. Oh, and, I can remember this. And, and so then he tells her what to call him. It's like his last name or whatever. It's what everyone calls him, because everyone has a camp nickname. Um which is also real, by the way. <laughs> um, and it was just, like, so sweet. And then they yeah. just, like, kept making out, but in a way that, like, was, like, actually so hot. Like, <laughs> it, was, like it was not, like, it wasn't gross. Mm-hmm. It was, like, very sweet. 
but like it looked real like i don't know i liked i liked it was like surprising and it was like also why is this here yeah and who are these people <laughs> are they in the rest two like, interloping adults they don't even work it was the, the guy did have the best perm in the movie mm-hmm. and it was another like she didn't have a perm but they did have the same color hair it was another like pairing of like pair up the people who like kind of look alike <laughs> Um, there was a frizzy redheaded counselor in training that really made me laugh so many Yeah, times. that was her. She, that was oh, her. Oh, was that her? Guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, unless there was two of them, I think there was only one. Well, she was the one who, there was a baseball game, question mark, at some point? I really don't game? remember the I don't know, of the movie. but she's wearing, like, she has, like, pigtail braids in her hair, and she's wearing this, like, straw hat with flowers on it, and looks like Anne of Green Gables, and then gets, like, attacked by a swarm of bees. <laughs> I don't remember so hard. that at all. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a small moment. Um, there was another, like, really beautiful shot, which I think they probably, it was, like, a single sunset that they shot, and then they cut it up, and used it multiple times throughout the movie as, like, a time passing interstitial something whatever and because it's like the course of a single sunset it works to mark time over the over like the whole summer you know because it's like time passing I thought that was really nice and like just a you know beautiful peaceful moment in between all the other stuff also a lot of the shots of uh, them like running in the woods I found really like meditative mm-hmm. and beautiful. Even even the part where he runs the race at the end. Mm-hmm. For no recollection of that. By the time the movie was <laughs> over, I was a thousand percent checked out. Oh, Not okay. at all so invested. They like actually have that payoff. The time that they oh. spend running together. Yeah. Oh, Bill Murray and the kid. They like they need a runner for the whatever games they're playing at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Um. Because they're competing against the rich kid camp, right? Yeah. Also, also, not like, I mean, all the camps where I am are rich kid camps, but the competing against other camps things, also real. Mm. I have to, like, drive kids to other camps to, like, do competitions there. Interesting. Um, like circus competitions or just general? No, no I'm teaching gymnastics. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, oh, right. So he's running at the end in this race against a kid from the other camp and like it's it's kind of like a montage of the race um but the first part of it the first like 30 seconds or minute that they're showing it is silent and then once you see that he's gonna win they start playing like the triumphant music but it was like yeah it was really nice actually um one of the last what were you gonna say one of the competitions that they had to do was cup second what you don't, do you remember that? No. What's the nerdy kid's name? The one nerdy kid. No, I have no idea. You know, like, because you go to camp and there's only one nerdy kid. Yeah, definitely. Um, ugh, he had a name, whatever. Um, the competition that he did was, like, they had to stack, like, cups oh. and saucers and walk back and forth. With, you don't remember that? No, not really. It was so weird. He won. He won. Oh, good for him. Uh, the last thing that I took a note about was, oh, their campfire song made me cry, but I have no idea at what point in the movie that that happened. There was a lot of good songs in this movie. 
Are you ta- which, uh, I think I know which one you mean. Like the one that the, they sing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. they're like sitting around a campfire and singing. I don't know what they were singing about. I think they were just singing about like... It's just like a silly thing. song. Yeah. yeah. That was like a little bit dirty. Yeah. And then a little bit, you know, wholesome. Mm-hmm. There is, um... There's two, if I'm remembering it correctly, there's two songs that sound like they were made just for this movie. This is, like, the time where, like, in the credits of a movie, there will be, like, a song that has, like, says the whole plot of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) We're, like, just coming up on that time now. Mm -mm. 1980. Um, And so there was one song in the movie that, where they said the word meatballs, a bunch of times, and then, and you know, then there was. I, I always like to casually work meatballs into my lyrics. Sing about meatballs. I do love meatballs, and I have been craving a meatball sandwich. Although I have not yet gotten one, and I don't know what's stopping me. Um, we do this. There's a thing at my camp every morning where every person at the camp goes to one place and they all sing together. Um, and it's like karaoke, like they'll put the words up and you sing it. I'm not um, sure if I love that or hate that. And it's or mostly love like, it or hate it. it's, I, I love it. I don't yeah. go to it in the morning cause I'm usually getting ready to teach, but I did go to it once and I was like, Oh no, I love this. Yeah. I um, just, groups of people singing together make me cry. <laughs> There's yes, just something. Exactly. Because like everyone's just agreeing <laughs> to do this thing that's like really vulnerable and like, yeah. You know, and also I I just think that like the resonance of the human voice, like singing to get there's something very spiritual that's, about it. That's why I love it. I know. Yeah. I just but um, I hate mornings. <laughs> I hate groups um, of people in yes. the morning. So it's it could go either way. Um but it's it's the same like slew of like fifteen songs that they mm-hmm. sing over you know, they rotate them every day or whatever, but gotcha. it's not that many different songs. And one of them is definitely a song where they sing about meatballs. It was, it's like one of the only ones that I was like, what is this song? I do not know this. Um, do, does your camp have like a morning radio show like Meatballs does? No, Camp Nowhere. Ha- we haven't watched Camp Nowhere yet, but um, Camp Nowhere has one of those too. Yeah. I wish we did. That'd be cool. We don't have like a... Intercom? Like a, no, there's no. People that have walkie-talkies. like a safety issue. No, you know? well, I, I, we, no, we do have, like, that. Like, if there's an emergency, mm. we do have something for that. But we don't, like, say stuff over it. Everything here is done by a bell. Like, a bell that someone has to go ring. How quaint. <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of is. It's nice. Yeah. And there are no clocks anywhere at this camp. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it's a bad thing for me because I can't, I I mean, I could, but like, it's not, you don't usually wear a watch to coach gymnastics because like, you don't wear anything. Like you don't, because you spot people, you know, you don't want to. So like, I never wear a watch and I'm not going to start. Um, but so I'm constantly just like yelling out, like, who knows what time it is. You need to get one of those coach things that you wear around your neck that like can time people and then also stop has watch? a clock yeah one of those <laughs> i have a stopwatch you can't wear that either it swings uh, around yeah i guess so yeah i do have one of those one of those coach things <laughs> i have a whistle too i never use my whistle though 
I would be. I would not only be using my whistle all the time. I would also be like swinging it around my fingers like a. Sexy I do do that. I have lifeguard. You know? I have my keys on a thing like that, yeah, and that's one of my favorite yeah. activities. Um, I mean, what else is there to do? It and also, like, how else do you look important other than swinging your keys around? Yeah. And then no one can ever get too close to you because they might get smacked in the face. Maintain yeah. your personal space. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I used to teach at a place where we used whistles all the time, and it's, like, so loud and irritating. Yeah. Mm. It's not like That's true. Especially in a big echoey space. Yeah. Um, they, I thought, I'm reading my notes from the beginning of the movie, trying to remember the beginning of the movie, and I still don't really. The only thing I remember from the beginning is Bill Murray gets out of bed and stands up and screams at the top of his lungs in pain, and that's exactly how I feel every morning. Because that was, like, your favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, representation matters. (laughs) Um, But also, like, Bill Murray in this and in everything else just, like, has a face that looks like it's in pain all the time. Mm -hmm. True. Resting pain face. Yeah. Which is part of the reason why he's funny. Right. That's uh, definitely true. I wrote um, that there were very mixed clothing messages because some people had turtlenecks and some people had no <laughs> shirts at all. Actually, yeah, the costumes in this were fantastic. <laughs> like, they were just like, really kooky and fun. But also, nobody ever looks hot or sweaty. That's, like, my, yeah. one of my number one complaints about these movies I so think far. it's because they shot it in, like, northern Ontario in and August. I'm sure they always shoot it somewhere where it's not actually yeah. hot. But, like, what a lie. Like, camp is disgusting. So sweaty all the time. <laughs> Um, I was mad because they, like, had a meeting with the CITs, like, after the kids already got there, mm-hmm. and they were like, cool, great CITs, now it's time to learn the rules. Like, <laughs> dude, the kids are there already, I think it's too late. Oh, so many good hats in this movie. There was just an array of great hats that I really enjoyed. I thought it was really funny one time where Bill Murray was, like, making the announcements over the speaker. And he said, hey, you on the water skis, and it made a water skier fall over. <laughs> there was just, like, a bunch of little things like that that were so funny. Yeah. Like, he also, there's, like, one room that they were in that had, like, graffiti all over the walls, and one of the, um, on the door, it just said door really big, like, someone had <laughs> spray-painted it, and then someone had written underneath it with an arrow, no kidding. <laughs> just little things like that were fun. Yeah. It definitely, like gave the movie a personality without having to give it a plot yeah because it's just like a a loose collection of moments and montages and like set pieces and that's really and then bill murray being bill murray and that's kind of it the when the credits ran do you remember what the first thing in the credits were of course not it was a it was a list of all the music. That was the first thing with the movie oh, ended in the credits. I've never seen that before. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Like at least not in a non musical or non like mu- music no. movie. Yeah, that's interesting. I might have noticed that because that does sound vaguely familiar, but it didn't stick. What do we talk about next? If you had a camp nickname, what would it be? Ooh, if I had a camp nickname. Oh, no. I've literally never thought about this before. Hmm. What 
what do what usually what's usually the origin of people's camp nicknames or like what is, how do they form what are they usually like it usually come well it usually comes from somebody else like you don't give yourself your own of nickname. course of course i think i think so it's like what a, would it, my camp nickname it be seems like a real mix of things like Sometimes it has to do with, like, where you're from. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it has to do with, like, something about your personality. Um, but it's always, it seems to be just, like, something that, like, accidentally sticks. Uh, for whatever Well, reason. I was watching a bad movie the other day, and somebody was wearing a baseball hat that said, Art Baby. And I <laughs> felt extremely drawn to that baseball hat. So maybe Art Baby, yeah, but I'm not sure. Like you said, you can't really give one to yourself. No, you can't. I mean, you can't really. No. Do you have a camp nickname? No. I keep being like, I need one. I want to get one. But you know you can't. I just got to wait yeah. for it to happen. Right. It has to happen naturally. Yeah. I have, I I do have a nickname at the school where I usually teach. And it came from, I have this rule when I teach kids, if I mess up their name, which I do constantly, um... If I mess up their name, they're allowed to make up a new name for me. And so I have, like, different nicknames in different classes. But um, one time, like, four years ago, like a long time ago, I I did that with a kid, and she called me Georgie. And that one, like, <laughs> legit stuck. Like, a lot of kids oh, call me that. I love that as a name for you. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a good, good. one. So that's, like, if I, it's not, like, real because, like, not everyone uses it. But, like, yeah. if I were to have a nickname that that's it at least at my other place where I work that's very cute I like it a lot and then I got like all these like so like I had a group of kids that knew that but then they wanted to make up another one so like it got all these like extensions like one of the kids calls me Georgenberg <laughs> which is very funny today I I had a kid do that, and what did she say? It was like, it was like, they keep choosing ones that are like too long to be truly good nicknames. Yeah. It was like Princess Cookie Pants or something. In a recent episode, it might have been our last episode, I'm not sure, I don't remember, you were talking about how when you wear short shorts, when you do circus things, it makes you feel invincible and strong, and I was like, man, I need to find something like that in my life, and I did. What is it? I got a tool belt. Oh, and it makes me feel unstoppable. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Feel what kind like, of tools are in it? Um, well, it depends on, like, what I'm doing. Sometimes I just put my phone in it because I don't actually really need to be carrying <laughs> tools around with me. But also I'm wearing, like, compression tights that don't have pockets in them, so it works out. Um, but it's usually, like, several different kinds of, like, flower cutting tools and knives and shears and scissors and etc some zip ties some some wire you know um maybe your nickname could be tool belt oh my god what (laughs) a dream i didn't even know i had (laughs) i love it uh especially if you start if you keep wearing it like places where like you don't need to be wearing a tool belt yeah yeah i mean my goal is to at all times need to be wearing the tool belt just so that I can be like oh oh what's that you need a zip tie that's that's cool because I have one right here you know yeah what I've been working towards for years it's like kind of like Mary Poppins yeah but with it's like a Tim the tool man Taylor meets Mary Poppins which is really extremely my vibe in general I think 
Oh, I like that. Yeah. Just a bottomless tool belt would be great. I can't wear my short shorts here because they're very conservative. Oh. Not, like, really conservative, but, like... Yeah. Definitely have to be careful about certain stuff, it feels like. Interesting. Like, I fell down the stairs a week ago and got the most beautiful bruise in the entire oh, yeah, show world me a on my butt. Oh my god, it was incredible. But all I want to do is walk around and show it to people. But I can't do that here. Yeah, I mean, not as, like... You definitely can't show your butt to the kids. No. <laughs> and you shouldn't probably show your butt to coworkers in general. Hmm. Well, I do Especially my not other if job. you're a boss. Yeah. I do my other job. But it's yeah. a circus job. It's circuses. Circus people are different. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I forget that. that. Yeah. And so it's, like, really strange to be around mm. a bunch of normal people. Yeah. I mean, well, being around normal people is always hard. Because they're normal i'm talking about weird normal people things also they're like probably not normal but like whatever well there is no no such thing as normal really but there's like you know normies yeah who are you know that's what like talk about boring like that's like truly just what i feel here is like i cannot fit into large groups of people because I feel like such a weirdo. Yeah. Like large groups of like normal people. Normal. Yeah. I'm doing quotes, but like yes. you know what I mean. Of course I know what you it's mean. It's just yes. like I feel the exact same. So way. weird. And like yeah. they're I I assume and I think like they're accepting of me. Mm-hmm. But it's me being like I don't wanna <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh I totally know. I just feeling like you have you, there's nothing you can talk about because your lives are so vastly different. Well, I, I mean, it's I just don't like, even... It would require so much explaining. It, yes, <laughs> like, exactly. Well, yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I just, you don't understand. <laughs> I, I, and, like, part of me wants to be like, well, it's part of it is because, like, I don't even know how to talk about anything except circus anymore. But that's not mm. true because I talk to you all the time. And you don't know anything about circus. Yeah, but I'm also pretty far out on the weirdo scale. Yeah, like a weir- weirdo, yeah. But it makes me want to, like, go work at a weirdo camp. Like, a camp full of me's. Yeah. Which but I'm then sure I'm also, like... Yeah, I'm sure it exists. I'm sure there's some, like, art camp or theater camp. I'm sure circus mm-hmm. camp is different. Um, but it also makes me want to be, like, here... And, like, keep being different, but also keep fitting in at the same time. So so that, like, I don't know, maybe some kid is like, oh, she seems weird, cool, maybe I could be like that. Or, yeah. I don't know, just, like, anything, you know? Like, even, like, one of the girls was, like, like, a little girl in one of my classes was like, you have muscles like a man. And I was oh. like, um, no, I have muscles like a strong woman. Like, even stuff like that, that, yeah. like, they just aren't used to or like isn't part of their world or whatever I don't know yeah yeah I mean it can be like really important like especially kids who might come from like a very you know conservative place or like whatever to just like see adults who are doing different things with their lives and just like you know like daring to do what they want to do with their life and be who they are um, which I think, like, a lot of kids don't have modeled for them. So to, like, go someplace and, like, 
see like, oh, they're different. I'm a little different. Like maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's there's definitely like a lot of like it's a lot of like teachers and like gym teachers who like come here, you know, because that's they have the summer off. Right. Um. So a lot of the staff is kind of just like normal, like that's who they are. But, um, yeah, there's some weirdos too. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that there's weirdo representation among your staff. Uh, speaking of Weirdo Camp, one of the other movies that I watched was um, a movie whose name I... This means I'm old now that I want to call it So You Think You Can Cheerlead, even though I know that that is <laughs> not the title. It's not the title. What is it called, Jordan? I know I you know. I don't know. I don't know. Is it Bring It On? Uh, no. It's... A different cheerleader movie? That's yeah. the only cheerleader movie I know. The gay one. Oh, um... So you, <laughs> no, I wanted to say, so you want to be a cheerleader. <laughs> but I'm a cheerleader? Is it just called? It's called But I'm a Cheerleader, yeah. Oh. But I'm a Cheerleader. I mean, what a perfect movie. It's it, really I wonderful. I want to watch it again. I haven't um, seen it since I was in high school. Yeah, I hadn't seen it in probably at least 10 years. And, I mean, it's very sad because it is about uh, this group of kids that is sent to gay conversion therapy. Um but <laughs> but that goes horribly awry. Um, yeah, because it, you put a bunch of gay kids together and then told them not to be gay, except you gave them a bunch of people to be gay with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like, that movie, is, it's so funny and so good and, like, just really takes it all to town. And uh, also, the production like, design is incredible in it. Like, just And there's so many good people in it. I That's forgot. what I was going to say is, like, I don't remember anything about it, but I just oh remember god. being like, oh my god, Natasha Lyonne, like, Claire Duvall, like, couple and of weirdos, like, this is amazing. Melanie Linsky is in the house, oh. too. Yeah, and there is a whole other goth character that isn't Claire Duvall. <laughs> I don't know what her <laughs> name is, but I was like, wow, this is, like, some serious teen goth representation. RuPaul is in it. Um... Julie Delpy shows up uh, at this gay bar that they go to, and I almost passed out because I completely forgot. And she just looks so beautiful and angelic. Uh, who else? Oh, Kathy Moriarty, who is in Casper. She plays the main lady in Casper. She is the lady at the. She's the one who is like running the conversion therapy, which they refer to as a camp, but like. I feel like for it to really be a camp movie, people need to be like co-located in smaller, multiple smaller dwellings. Whereas in this movie, it's just one Queen Anne style Victorian house. <laughs> yeah, it's um, not camp. I mean, it's camp, but not that kind of camp. Yes. Uh, and it's it's so good. It's so funny. It's so sweet. It's wonderful. I just highly recommend it. And I will allow it under this camp umbrella. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I should watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, what else were we going to talk about? I'm doing a really good job at driving this bus. Um, not related, really, but I keep meaning to message you that, like, did you see the internet's, like, kind of excited because um, Drop Dead Gorgeous is streaming now? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah. There's I'm a lot excited. of people 
I'm excited that like a lot of people are gonna be rewatching it and seeing it yeah. for the first time. Well, that's like already what I see happening. Yeah. And they're going like, "Wow, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Wow, yeah, it's like really good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Just so good. Oh, we were gonna talk about how it's been uh, many lifetimes lifetime. since we last recorded. Just like that's what camp feels like. Like I never have one. I've had two days off in the last three weeks, and like it's like a little bit like Groundhog Day, where like every day is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Even though it is like there are some different things that happen, but like I don't know, you get up, you eat breakfast, you go teach, you eat lunch, you go teach, you eat dinner, like that's it, that's the whole day. And there's just like you know mobs of kids everywhere, and like kids coming through, and I'm like trying to remember three hundred names, like it's yeah, just like a lot of children. It's like so much. It like simultaneously feels like like years, and also like so fast like it also already feels like it's almost over mm-hmm. um and it's also like really weird to be like this is a put like first of all people who work here come back over and over and over people have been here for like 20 years working um but also a lot of people who went to camp here now work here mm-hmm. so they've been coming back since they were kids so it's also like a weird cult that like i'm not a part of yeah um, and, like, everyone, like, speaks its language and, like, knows what's going on. And I'm always, like, but what's going on? And I, like, never know. <laughs> and I'm, like, totally resigned to that also because nobody cares when I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But it's, like, real confusing. And I feel like by the time I start to figure it out, it's just going to be over. Yeah, that's it's probably true. It's really strange. Yeah. But remember how when we watched Little Darlings and at the end you were like, I'm mad that they're best friends now? Um, Yeah. Like, I feel like because camp is this, like, weirdly, intensely short but long time, and you're, like, isolated from other people, that's, I don't, what am I trying to say? Like, do do you feel like you are, like, more understanding of the fact that, like, they somehow formed this weird bond in camp? As know, two maybe. outcasts. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I remembered that I went to so many more camps than I remembered. <laughs> oh, which ones? I went to, like, a nature camp in my town for several years. And I was just lamenting today that I am so bad at being outside in the summertime because I would love to work at a camp like that. Like, take kids on hikes and, like, yeah. yell about how the trees can talk to each other. <laughs> Did you know that trees can talk to each other? Anyway, uh, so I remembered I did that one, and I don't remember what the other ones were, so never mind. Oh, like various like arts and crafts camps, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, band camp. Did I mention band camp? I think we've talked about band camp. Okay, yeah. So that was, that was like the... Uh, earliest like sleep away camp no that's not true in middle school as like a school trip we went on like an overnight maybe weekend trip to a camp where we stayed in cabins um i feel like there was another one that i remembered that i was missing theater camps um 
And I, I, I just for the Peter Pan video. Oh God. Oh. Uh, but it it did get me thinking about like privilege and like what kids get to do what and where in the summer. Yeah. So I'm like actually very angry about like a couple things. Like yeah, like definitely I don't want to like say too much about it because it's like I don't right. want to come on this podcast and like publicly like shit on. I actually really, I actually really your... like it here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like working here. I'm treated very well. Like I'm, lu- I'm lucky to be here doing this but there are some things first of all that happen at traditional camps that i find very problematic oh you mean like all of the appropriation of native Native american yes although there isn't much of that oh that's that i've experienced but i know other people who've worked at other camps who have like yes yes um but even just like everything is separated into boys and girls Mm is, like, not, to me, like, is less and less having its place in our, like, modern society. Yeah. Except it's it's really not. Like, when you look at everything, everything's still split that way. Right. It's just that, like, where I teach regularly and where I live, it's, like, a very open conversation mm-hmm. about that kind of thing. And also in circus, we don't ever bother to split anyone up because you don't that's not how circus works right you know like definitely there are places where women get pushed to do one thing and men get pushed to do other things and you can see that as a problem like in the in circus in general when you like go see a circus show you can see that at the higher level schools that's what's happening but where I work that's not a thing um and we're really lucky that that's not a thing and like the conversation about gender and being gender fluid is like a very open one Mm -hmm. um that we're all having and like it's like very upsetting to come somewhere and be like oh right the rest of the world is so behind on this I wonder how much of that, I mean, it, that's definitely just part of, like, our culture, but I wonder how much of that is just, like, a liability issue of, like, trying to keep them from fucking each other. Yeah, but, like, I don't know, like, I was in a, so I was in a bunk the other week, and, like, the girls were talking about that, like, you know, teenage girls, and they were like, yeah, but, like, what if one of our counselors was a lesbian? Like, you wouldn't, mm-hmm. um... And like, well, yeah, that's a that's yeah. a different problem if it's a counselor and like a group right. of teenagers. Right, right, but right. also, some of the counselors here aren't really that much older than the teenagers. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, fair point, kid. Um, but also, I mean, that is a, uh, I guess, understandably because they this like these kids that are talking are still children. Like an understandably like limited understanding of like how lesbians work <laughs> like, yeah but like but wouldn't but like okay so couldn't you make the same argument of like yeah. this is just double like this is very complicated yeah. just, but devil's advocate like couldn't you then see the same thing about like putting how a boy and a girl together yeah. like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sure like a male wouldn't necessarily be attracted to a female just because they were a female right um I don't know. It's it's obviously like very complicated and like just ugh. you know. But so yeah, think and, and also like so I grew up in a place where um you know there were wealthy kids and there were not wealthy kids, and 
you know, everybody knew. And so it's, like, really strange to now be around basically, like, all the kids who were, like, the wealthy kids from where I'm from. Right. Like... And they're all there together in one place. Yeah. And it's... Interesting. Weird. Because it's, like, no, y'all were mean to me growing up, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, you know, you made me uncomfortable or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting. It's it's interesting that you have to kind of, like, confront and, like, relive so much of... Which I guess kind of happens, like, anytime you're around kids. Like, it reminds you that, like, oh, I was once that age. And, like, thinking about, like, what you went through and how it was to be that old, like, that age. Yeah, and even coming here and feeling like a weirdo, like, amongst Mm -hmm. the adult staff, brings back some of that. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, like, feeling like a weirdo and, like, not knowing what to do with myself when I feel that way. And, like, the amount of anxiety that that creates. Like, the amount of anxiety that's just created by not being a person who, like, wants to go join large groups yeah. of people. Like, that's all that happens here is, like, yeah. large groups of people doing, doing stuff. things together, yeah. Oh, Noisily. A <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, I'm just not super interested in that <laughs> in general. But I'm yeah. like, oh, I hope I'm not, like, judged poorly by you know, not wanting to participate in that because I'm actually, like, a nice person who, you know, has a lot of really good qualities. Mm-hmm. I just happen to not, like, like that. And it's even, like, like I have to, I have to go do certain stuff. So, like, I have to go participate. And, like, it's really hard. Yeah. Mm. And I have, like, explained to it, like, because, like, the other adults who are there, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is just really hard for me to, like, be here with all this noise and, like, you all know each other and you all know the kids and, like, I don't and, like, you know, I'm not a bitch even though I have resting bitch face right now, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, this is why you should find an outsider child to mentor. <laughs> yeah. And you can, you can learn from each other. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That That sounds, like, very isolating and I would be probably crying myself to sleep every night so if well, you're the not only, the only reason that, you're I'm not me. is well actually I mean I think I've kind of learned to deal with this yeah because it happens everywhere yeah um <laughs> yeah and, and I also I'm like fine I don't want to join your shitty well, yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna go read a book well, by myself or, and the other thing too is like stuff like social stuff kind of happens naturally if you let it yeah but for I don't think I'm the only one. It's like it just doesn't happen that quickly. You can't force that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Unless, like, like sometimes it gets forced naturally. Like, there are reasons. But, like, if you don't have those reasons and you're not a person who's, like, super outgoing, it's like you just have to be, like, slightly more patient about it, which is really hard. Yeah. But also, like, there are circus people here, so whatever, I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, like, that's been helpful because they're here yeah we just had like 60 something people at the house like upwards of 60 people and it's like this big family reunion that they do every year and it's I've been a part of this family for like eight years now seven or eight years and like just finally am I starting to feel like like I am like a part 
of it too um which is like through no fault of of theirs they're super welcoming but uh i'm just like oh my god there's just so many people and i don't know what to talk to them about because i'm just gonna say something weird what do people talk about (laughs) like i truly don't don't get it I truly don't know how I mean, you, like, start small talk or, like, conversations with people yeah. you don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but I can, like, immediately get extremely, like, into, into, like, an extremely, like, weird and deep conversation with somebody I don't know. You know? Like, the next thing you know, we're, like, talking about death or something. And it's just, like, I don't know how this happens, but I just literally don't know how to have a normal conversation with people. So here we are, you know, which is like sometimes really good. And then most of the time, just uh, wildly inconvenient. Um, Because I would like to, I would like to pass as a normal person if I could, but there's just, there's just nothing. No, yeah. (laughs) Nothing about uh me has ever been normal, which I'm like, I'm mostly fine with now as an adult. Um, but it's hard when you're around tons of people, people who, who are like, like you. Yeah. And like want you to join and you're just like, oh, but this is just not my thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like I want you, but like not like this. Like, I don't know. But not yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> my thing, part of like, like, okay, here's the top three things that I want to talk about and none of them are things that regular people can talk about. It's I'm like, and I've been thinking, I'm like, oh, should I just be like working on expanding this list of like, like, cause it's like, it's, it's oh, okay. So like, obviously I want to talk about I, By circus. the way, I'm cat, I'm giggling and cackling because I'm identifying so much <laughs> with what you're saying. I'm not laughing at you. I am no, laughing in deep shame and uh, okay, recognition. Well, well, I'm going to tell you my top three and then you tell me your okay. top three. <laughs> Can you do three? Is that easy? Uh, do I have to stop at three? Because I, no. there's like a, there's a whole suite of topics, okay. but none of them are normal. Okay. So, anyway. So the first thing I want to talk about is obviously like circus and like mm-hmm. weird body stuff. Sure. Um, and then like weird, like nerdy body stuff. Um, can you give us an example yeah like when I, I it happens sometimes when I teach and I can't tell if the kids are like yeah I get it or the kids are like what is this crazy lady talking about <laughs> like I want to talk about like do your arms go above your head like can you lift your arms above your head mm-hmm. and then when you do what do your shoulders look like mm-hmm. um, same thing for like hips um, like weird stuff like that mm-hmm. um, so range of joint range of motion and <laughs> joint placement absolutely yeah. yes um and yeah okay so that's the first thing um then the next thing that i want to talk about is okay so i feel like there's also just like a huge umbrella of things that fall under the word podcast uh-huh but like i don't want to talk about the podcast that most people want to talk about oh yeah because everyone wants to talk about the murder podcasts well okay i want to talk about my favorite murder but nobody listens to that one are you kidding me i feel like every single time somebody finds out i'm a podcaster they're like oh do you listen to my favorite murder and i just have to be like i'm just not into the murder ones you guys i'm sorry Oh, like, okay, so I know some people who listen to it, but, like, largely the people who I know and meet do not listen to My Favorite Murder. Mm. And I'm, like, I'm almost done with their book right now. Like, I want to talk about it, but I got no one. Um, And then I want, like, but even more than that, I want to talk about Comedy Bang Bang. And I want to talk about Lauren Lapkus and Paul F. Tompkins and Scott Ackerman. 
<laughs> and Jason Manzoukas. Um, and like you know, those are just things that nobody gets. <laughs> like, like nobody would know what I'm talking about. Um, Except that there are like they have like millions of listeners, don't yeah, they? Yeah, so, but like, I don't. There are millions of, of people who are out I there. Mean, okay, like Joey listens to that stuff, but he's. Oh, I think he might be caught up. He's always behind on comedy bang bang. Mm-hmm. I have one comedy bang bang friend that I can like like trust that if I text him, <laughs> you know, by Thursday and talk about the comedy bang bang for Monday, he will know what I am talking about. Yeah. Oh, I have one more. Okay, I have one more who just started listening and that's good. Um, and she lives locally. Like she lives where I live during the year. So like we can talk about that and that's cool. But she doesn't have like the whole like years of back catalog in her brain yet. <laughs> it's like <laughs> No, it sounds stupid. Um, and, like, that's it, man. Like, that's all I want to talk about. I think that's only two topics. You did circus and party weirdness. I know, because when I first started the list, I was going to break down my podcasts, and oh. I didn't. And they all just got lumped into podcasts. Oh, okay, gotcha. But it's, yeah. like, it's very specific podcasts that are, like, I can't just walk up to a normal person. They don't listen to those. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, I, surely there must be a third topic. I'm David sure that Lynch. there is. Yeah. Like, I want to talk about David Lynch and, like, Ooh, movies, I have I been guess. watching Twin Peaks, no, which yeah. is You're not at, like, all the I want to talk shitty about. part. Right yeah, now. I took, like, a couple weeks off because I was, my brain was tired and I couldn't follow along. Um, and it's taken me several times to watch one episode. But... Uh, it's been, it's been fun. It's been good. Uh, anyway. You asked if I had three. Um, like, plants and flowers. That is, like, a general blanket term. I do want to yell at you about how the trees talk to each other, because they do. Uh, and, and tell you all about, like, different kinds of tulips. Um, what else? Death always comes up. Uh, which, you know, is inherently linked with that first topic, of course. Uh, and, of course, people don't talk about it, so I'm like, let's talk about it. Why don't you like murder podcasts, then? Um, or, like, why don't you like my favorite murder? Because it's not like other murder podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. I have only listened to a couple episodes. It's just, like, not... I just don't want to put more murder in my brain like people yeah. die from all sorts of things yeah, of why course. do we have to think about murder all the time you know um and i think that like people are uh disproportionately focused on murder as a source of, of like yeah death well they they know? talk about because they both like kind of have their reasons why mm-hmm. they are that way and they do talk about why they are that way right with a third thing. A third but, thing probably just movies. Yeah, general. like I, yeah, I could talk yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's my but third. Like, but like a like, lot of weird movies. Yeah, like and, I'm so behind on my weird yeah. movies though. Like I used to be really good at it and I'm just not really anymore. Yeah. I mean I could talk uh-huh. about the good place for a while though. <laughs> I know that's well, see, a there's a there's a third thing. Have I tried to talk you into my favorite murder? Probably. Because what my favorite murder is really actually a podcast about friendship and therapy. Oh well, um, when you put it that way, yeah, no, that, about I mean friendship. Yes, yes, like it's about murders and like that's what they because that's what they first 
bonded over and that's why the podcast exists but like that's not the appeal when you're listening to it right all right well i'll give it another try um it did take me two tries i didn't get it at first but once i got it i was like oh yeah i get it yeah it's like one of the most like empowering like female things that i listen to oh that's nice yeah um like baby geniuses (laughs) you yawned while you said that (laughs) (laughs) when i said oh that's nice that's nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, I was, well, what I was about to say is that Baby Geniuses is one of my favorite podcasts. And when I try to explain that to people, I hear myself and I'm like, you're sounding like a really weird person right I now. I think anytime anyone tries to explain a podcast to someone, right. they just shouldn't. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's just... a good <laughs> It never. Good policy. It, no. It's like trying to explain something you saw on Twitter to a person who doesn't use Twitter. It's just like, you're just outing yourself as like, uh, I have a sad life where I spend a lot of time on this stupid website where everyone hates each other. But I did see this one funny thing. Okay, well, we didn't, um, was that three things? Did you do three? Yeah, you did. What? Yeah. Plants. Death. Death and movies. And movies. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, we did not do our camp tropes. No, not for yet. meatballs. Yeah. Should we do our camp tropes for meatballs? Sure. I would say that the that there's a fourth thing that's always lurking under the surface oh, that what? I want to scream at people about, which is uh, just the ongoing uh, absolute dumpster fire that that is the Trump administration. And you want to like, talk about it though. I just, well, it's because, like, people aren't, like, in, in polite conversation aren't talking about it, and I just have such a hard time being like, okay, but, like, there's kids in concentration camps right now, I just you know? assume, though, like, that everyone agrees, though. No, I mean, they, like, the people don't. I know, like, I yeah. know that everyone doesn't agree, but I assume if I am bothering to talk to someone, it's like, we don't have to have that conversation, we agree about that. Yeah, no, I had to keep that in this whole weekend, and Ugh. it was really hard. Um, not that, like, necessarily everyone uh, doesn't think that that's true, but, like, you know, I just, there, there were just uh, some conversations that I had where it was, like, uh, like, I just feel like that is always seething right underneath the surface where I just want to freak out about everything, and, like, at any moment, I'm going to open my mouth and snakes are going to come out, you know? Back to that. <laughs> But anyway, okay, sorry, distracted. What were we going to do? Oh, camp trips. Camp trips. Okay, so meatballs. Uh, smoking. smoking. Yes. Yes. Anger. Uh, yeah, but different than we've seen before. Mm. But I can't remember any of, like, the actual angry parts of meatballs, but I'm sure that they uh, were there. I mean, uh, like, I'm just even thinking of, like, the sexually aggressive anger. Like. Mm-hmm. Yep, fair. Do you know what I mean? Market. Like, it's not the mm-hmm. same kind of anger as, like, in sleepaway camp, where they're just, like, hitting campers all the time for no reason, but... Oh, no. I... Um, homophobia? Actually, hang on. I... Okay. Yes. Oh, you... uh, she broke one of the columns. Homophobia. She fixed it. Uh, I'm pretty sure... I'm gonna say yes, but I can't think of any blatant examples. I can't either, other than 
that woman who I swear was a lesbian. Wait, let me see if I wrote Bill Murray. This, That's sorry. homophobic. On your part? <laughs> no, just on the movie's what? part. Why? Well, because why can't she just not be into Bill Murray? Anyway, let's not dwell on that. Okay. Um, uh, okay, I didn't write anything about homophobia, but you know what? It was 1980. It was there. Uh, canoe tip. I feel like that definitely happened. I don't remember it happening. Mm-hmm. I don't think it happened. Um, the nerd kid did drop his paddle because of a hot girl, but the canoe did not tip. But I so that Googled means there, there was a canoe, trip. a canoe tip in meatballs. <laughs> Why would that be on the internet? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody had already done this. Maybe it's a YouTube clip. Yeah, it's not. God, I love the idea that somebody else has done this. <laughs> Hiking? Yes, because they went camping and they hiked there. Hang on. But know, what did I they? did find what? is a uh, <laughs> a clip from Jersey Shore called Sunken Meatballs. Dina and Snooky have a hard time steering their boat in the windy sea. It's not loading, but I... You better believe I'm going to watch that later. Okay. Uh, I love Jersey Shore. I like Sammy. What? Sure. I think she's... she's- horrible they're all horrible you can't you that's they're all horrible yeah but she's horrible in a way that's no, like but not at all redeeming no but sometimes she's also like a badass who just like says what she's thinking and it's really cool uh, mm, at least yeah. that's what i remember thinking 10 years ago okay but you would watch it now and be like what the actual fuck does she see but in you ronnie would, why are oh they God, together obviously. he is abusive this is abuse why is she together, there so what? Okay, ready? Anyway. Camp out, yes. Bonfire, mm-hmm. yes. New York accent? I'm gonna say I don't no. Think so. Um, parent visit, yes, because they shot that on the actual parent visit day at the camp. Those parents visited camp. I don't remember that part. I, I don't know you. if we actually like interacted with any of the parents, but it was like a visitation day. Maybe oh, because kids... his dad didn't come. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Um. Play musical? No. Guitar? No. Yeah, because they sang a song around the campfire. It doesn't mean there was a guitar. That means they but sang I a song around like the campfire. But I feel like there was a guitar. Are you planting a guitar where there wasn't one because they were singing? <laughs> I mean, it's entirely possible, but I would Wait, error. I can, I can look. I can look. I had error on the side of the guitar. Are you going to Google, is there no, a guitar? No, I'm just going to scroll through the movie. But you should Google that. Google is there a guitar in meatballs and see what you get. Because look see at the gold you got last time. Jersey Shore clip. Is there a guitar? I hope they're all Jersey Shore clips. Party's here. Watch again. Okay, I'm gonna scroll. <laughs> Spaghetti with meatballs. Wikipedia. Spaghetti <laughs> Western and meatballs. If you type in Wikipedia. meatballs, it's just like so many meatballs recipes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, spaz. Okay, I found Eddie Spaghetti and the meatballs. Seems to be a band called Eddie Spaghetti and the Eddie's, meatballs. That's cute. I found the nerd's name is Spaz because I've now fast forwarded to the scene of him carrying the cups. And my subtitles are how to make perfect meatballs. Back to basics. Life and style. 
from the Guardian. Soccer, baseball, hey, the American women won the World Cup. I know. That rolls. Now maybe they'll get paid. (laughs) LOL. I mean, (laughs) we'll see. Okay. Camp Mulligan at the campfire. I ate a lot of red, white, and blue cake to celebrate, and then I ate more cake. Ooh, your cake was better. That it was celebratory cake. There is no guitar at this campfire. All right. Then I was wrong. I don't know if that... That's where they sang, wasn't it? Inappropriate adult camper relationship. I'm going to go ahead and say that 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 actually the relationship that Bill Murray had with that child was a little inappropriate. Yeah, because they were always alone together, and you're not supposed to do even just that. Oh, I'm remembering another really nice moment while I'm scrolling through this. Mm -hmm. The part where the nerd was, like, talking to a pretty girl, and he was like, how many guys have you kissed? And she was like, two. And she's like, but one of them was a jerk. And he's like, the jerk, like, how did he do it? And he's like, you know, did he ask, or did he just do it? And she was like, ugh, he just did it. They, like, have a conversation about consent. That was like, like, I really liked that. And it was shortly after the attempted rape. It was almost like the movie was trying to comment on it, (laughs) but didn't actually. Apologize for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was like, I liked that. And it was like, he, maybe he learned something. Yeah. Because he didn't try to kiss her. Anyway, okay. Oh, guitar. Yes, inappropriate relationship. Age appropriate fucking, obviously. Um, substance use? I don't think so. I feel like they might have drank some beers at the camp out. Okay. But nothing egregious. Yeah, nothing like, ooh, ooh, should you be doing that at camp? Surprise luggage. Oh, here's what I learned about luggage. Mm -hmm. It gets shipped first. At least at the fancy camps. Yeah. And then they set it all up for you exactly how you want. At the fancy camp, anyway. That is. That's a little much. Yeah. We did not do that at my camp. We just brought our shit in a trunk. Oh, okay. Um, Food fight? No. Although the kid, I'm going back to surprise luggage for a second because this was a note that I made. Was that the kid, who, the weird, the weirdo kid hanging out with Bill Murray, who I'm sure had a name. I don't know what it is. Um, he brought a suitcase and nobody else did. Like he arrived with a oh, suitcase. Oh yeah, I did. In my brain, I was like, "Is that? Does this constitute surprise luggage?" Yeah. Question mark. But I didn't write it down. Um, yeah. Mean girl energy. No, no, I didn't think so in this. Um, there were no Judies. If there was, it wasn't like, I like. I feel like there might have been like a little bit, just in like the little bits of like camp scenes around, uh, but nothing. I mean, obviously nothing that would hold a candle to Judy. No, okay, so no, babies who think they're grown ups. so much oh no, yeah yes. no I don't think so okay alright camp hair obviously someone gets thrown in the water I'm pretty sure that happens I want to say yes but I don't but remember but there's it just like a lot of general fuckery um, in this movie yeah and a lot yeah. of like slapstick like I like at the end when they left Morty <laughs> on the um, lake he was just like like in the middle of the lake <laughs> Um, someone gets murdered, no. 
where the adults know where are the kids yes uh, and we also add so we added where are the kids and we also added fat phobia yes and there were there were a bunch that like we've been messaging like oh that's probably a thing but i don't think either of us wrote them down oh there were more on the thing i think so i'm okay. gonna go back and look at our messages oh fancy kid at camp fancy oh. kid goes to camp was one of them which is definitely in little darlings at least and was maybe i feel like the outcast kid in this is maybe a fancy kid no i don't think he's a fancy kid i think he's no no, none of these kids were fancy kids. That was like the joke. Was this is like the poor oh, kid right. camp, and then there was like the, the fancy camp. camp. Yeah. Well, fancy kids in general could maybe be one. <laughs> fancy kids. Okay. I'm gonna call that rich kids. Yeah, yeah. That's a word that there weren't use. rich kids in. There weren't rich kids in sleepaway camp, were there? I don't think so. So, Little Darlings, yes. And this movie, yes. Because the rich kid camp came... They had a competition with the rich kid camp. Okay, that's it. Camp tropes. We added three more. This list is going to be a zillion things long by the time we're done with this. Mm-hmm. There were more, but I don't... I'm too tired to go through so, that's Inside enough them. additions for today. That's yeah. good. Have you been watching Stranger Things? No, I never got through the first season. What? Did you not like it? Um, yeah, it just it didn't didn't click with me. Right, never mind then. Sorry, I've just been watching a lot of The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross. That sounds nice. Yeah, and a lot of movies, but uh, most of them were not great oh i did see skate kitchen have you seen that yet no but i did want to oh it is so good is it streaming anywhere now it's on hulu yeah i want it yeah yeah it was excellent um i think that's the only thing that oh i watched point break because we watched old one we talked about that yeah we talked about that recently for the first time I think so, yeah, and it's wonderful, and I loved it so much. What an exhilarating film. Catherine Bigelow is a genius. I know, I kind of want to watch it again. You should. I haven't seen it in a long time, and it's so good. And, I mean, just... Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze are just so wet. The whole movie... Dream team. Absolute dream team, yeah. Real delight. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I finished Legion. Oh, yeah? Or I caught up to Legion, which I've, like, I know you don't watch, but I've been telling you about because, if nothing else, you would just love the costume design. Yeah. Which is... It just keeps getting better and better. Mm, that is tempting. What even is that show about? I have Legion? no idea. It's the only a... thing that I know is that Dan Stevens is in it. Yes, he's great. I mean, everybody's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also like not hot Dan Stevens. He's one of those actors that I feel like we've talked about this before. That yeah, like, there's two of them, Dan Stevens and Jamie. Oh my god, what's his last name? He was in Fifty Shades of Grey. He was in The Fall. Oh, that guy. Yeah, 
they, they can either be like so hot or just like not at all like I've never seen other male actors just like really be able to swing either way um I think Dan Stevens is one of them but it's because well, sometimes like his face gets all bloated I don't know. It's, it's I don't like think that's why. I don't know. I can't no. explain. I don't know. I can't explain why. I there was a, a time that, while he was on Down Abbey that I was like, he's not oh. looking so good. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, X uh, Legion is an X Men. Oh, uh, I don't think I realized thing. that. Thing, but it's not like I don't care for um, most superhero things. There mm-hmm. are some that I've seen that I'm that I like. Um. But it's not, it's like how they should be done. Or like, like it strays so far from how I've ever seen another one done that Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is what this could be if we could just like open our minds and like be a little creative instead Mm -hmm. of just making every one of them kind of the same. Like it's just, it's incredible. It's like really surreal and weird and just awesome. So All Legion, of these are things that I like. Yeah, so he plays... Oh, and it has another thing that you will like. So he plays a character who is perhaps the most powerful X-Man ever, but for most of his life was diagnosed as schizophrenic. It was instead mm. diagnosed as a mental illness because mm. he had another um, mutant uh, living in his head. When he was a baby, another mutant had implanted itself in him. And so the first season was just, like, them being like, actually, you're not schizophrenic. You're a super powerful mutant. And also, we have to take care of this. Um, But then the question remains, like, after they remove that mutant, which they do, is, like, is he still mentally ill? So, like, it's it's really also a show about mental illness. Um, Oh, I don't know. That actually... (laughs) It's that swings me back in the other direction. Oh, really? It sounds like it would actually be very difficult for me to watch. It's yeah. um, it's really interesting. Again, I've just like never really seen another thing like it, and it also yeah. kind of. And I think, I mean, I like, I like the X Men are more appealing to me than a lot of other kind of superhero yeah, comic same. book and things. Speaking, speaking as a mutant myself. Right. <laughs> I am predisposed to like them more than the Yeah, it's like there's just so much more there. There's so much more yeah. potential for stuff. Um, and like, uh, you know, mental health stuff because so many of them have um, powers or like not powers, like things that actually make their lives really hard. Um yeah. that they're just born with um, and so that part of it like remains really interesting in this show and is also like really built on in a lot of ways yeah I mean that sounds very interesting it also sounds like something I would have to like take very slowly like I wouldn't be able to watch a thousand episodes back yeah. to back because it would just be like too upsetting yeah it's uh, and uh, Aubrey Plaza's in it and she is incredible and so hot like I'm not attract like I like men primarily mm-hmm. like oh my god in this show she's so hot <laughs> um yeah it's pretty great I'll get to it eventually someday I don't know really kind of stuck in this Twin Peaks rut but yeah it'll get better right yeah I'm like halfway through the no, 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 like, season 
that's it's so bad there it okay. it really doesn't get good again but like the last episode is really good so cool because i think david lynch came back for the last episode oh i didn't realize that he had not oh that's why it got bad because he left he left at the part where you're at yeah there was i don't even remember why there was some kind of disagreement and he peaced out so it fell apart that makes sense and then i think that's also part of why fire walk with me the twin peaks movie got made because like he did that also afterwards as a prequel but it was like his you know way of being like no i'm not done with this story and then you know the third season that came out last year was like him being like no i'm not done with this story yeah i think he's done now interesting it's i i uh people get really well i think twin peaks is it's is kind of a singular thing but like um like with like the star wars movies especially like with george lucas like going back and fucking around with it like it makes people really upset but i actually like completely as a painter completely understand that impulse to like go back and try again and like in the in the process accidentally really fuck it up yeah i mean i get i see that like even in like if i try to make a circus Mm -hmm. act it's like you're never done with it and at a certain point, you just have to be like, okay. Yeah, I'm I mean, done. that's... Even yeah, though you never will that's be. That's exactly how painting yeah. is. It's like, eventually, you just have to put it on a wall and be like, I guess I'm done. I don't know. Because otherwise, you'll ruin it, and you'll also, like, ruin yourself yep. on the way. Yep. But, I don't know. No, I'm glad that he made the third season. I liked it. Cool. Well, I have that to look forward to. And it was also, like, you like fall in love with all these weirdo characters yeah and even even just like the actors a lot of them never did anything again mm-hmm. you know nothing of note they're not really still yeah so just, just to see them all together that. again is yeah. like just like feels good in your heart you know yeah like uh the sheriff hasn't acted much he's died or... oh that's sad harry truman yeah he i don't think he was in the new one i think he's dead Oh, or like Officer Andy. Yeah, like he didn't really do anything. Lucy too. Yeah, I love them both so much. Oh my God, you know who plays Nadine? I'm obsessed with Nadine, by the way. It might be her for Halloween. (laughs) Do you know who plays Andy and Lucy's son in the new one? Who? Michael Sarah. Oh, interesting. He's only in one episode, but it was like pretty. It was pretty good casting. Yeah, I thought. (laughs) Yeah, he's like. He vibrates at a weird frequency. Yeah. As do they. Um, yeah, and, like, you know, the guy who played Bobby and James, like, they never really did anything again. Even Laura Palmer never did anything again. Yeah. And Audrey. I guess, like, who went, who did stuff? Like, um, Donna. Sherilyn, yeah. Not Sherilyn Fenn, that's Audrey. Laura um, Flynn Boyle. Yeah, Laura Flynn Boyle was in stuff still. Uh, that's kind of it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Kyle McLaughlin, I guess. You know who showed up in an episode that I was watching today? Molly Shannon. A very young Molly Shannon. Yeah. She plays, like, a social worker, a caseworker for the little boy that Andy and the other guy who's competing for, what's her face? Dick Tremaine. Yeah. Andy and Dick have been, like, hanging out with 
the little boy, she's his caseworker. And I, I was like, is that Molly Shannon? And I, like, it looked enough not like her that it could have not been her, but it was her. Are I'm you surprised. at the Heather Graham part yet? Oh, no, I didn't know she was Heather Graham up. shows up eventually. Yeah, no, like... I'm just at the uh, Lady Duchovny part. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's so good. He's, what a lovely lady. Uh, who else? I feel like there's, like, one other famous person who shows up, and you're like, oh. I can't think of who. Oh, um, what's your name? The, uh, that was the mom and Carrie. She plays the really unhinged lady that, like, is the sister of the guy that owned the sawmill. Oh, um, Yes. Cannot think of her name. Catherine I don't know if she's done like name. a ton after that, but she had a very uh, illustrious career up to then, I think. Yes, she did. I, we've talked about her before. Yeah. I can't think. I feel bad that I can't think of her name. All right. Well, uh, David Bowie's in the, the Fire Walk with Me movie real fast. Oh, that's cool. I love the music on Twin Peaks. It's so good. Yeah. It's the I same. Mean, it just... works with the same composer um, almost for every movie. Oh, David Lynch does that. Uh, that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I love how I wasn't expecting there to be as much goofiness as there is. It's so soapy and ridiculous. That's part of why it's good. But not just so like not just soapy, just like downright kooky. And I just really enjoy (laughs) those aspects of it. I mean, that's part of my problem with season two is like... No, but it's it's, been kooky from the beginning. Yeah, but it goes... It starts to go too far and just Mm. be like dumb. It's like David Lynch knows how to limit it and where to use it. And then it just like... It lost that. Yeah, he deploys it really expertly, I think, in the first season where it is this like weird balance of like noir and then these like moments of just absolute kookiness and then like with this bizarro score I really enjoyed <laughs> the first season a lot um, and it's like a nice kind of like self-contained if it had ended there it would have been fine yeah. well it's like it's I, I part of the reason I like it is because I like to go back and just like watch the first season over and over again mm. it's like a nice thing to go back to and yeah maybe it could have ended there i don't know i'm still a hundred percent convinced that there is cocaine in the pie and you cannot convince me otherwise cocaine in the pie there's definitely cocaine cocaine. then what's with the coffee maybe the coffee you think norma would put cocaine in that pie you know like for enough people to be like this is the best pie i've ever eaten in my whole life it's just good pie so good pie Oh, there's definitely cocaine. There she might cocaine not be putting the, the cocaine in there, but somebody's putting cocaine. Nobody in the who pie. works there. Shelly's not putting cocaine in the pie. You don't know that. Uh-uh. No, it's what a rep- if they? So, like, a very common ingredient in, in cherry pie is like uh, some sort of starch that will like thicken the goo, right? Corn starch, arrowroot starch. What if somebody replaced the starch? Cocaine. No, you can't. First of all, you can't eat that much of cocaine. Second of all, wait, what even happens if you eat cocaine? Um, I, t- I actually don't know. At I least some of it would one. like be absorbed through like your mucous membranes in your mouth, but I don't know. 
like how it goes through your digestive system like if your liver would process it or if you would just shit it out not sure don't know i know that if you eat like bags of cocaine as you're trying to smuggle them and they explode when they're inside of you 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 die die. but that's a different situation because most drugs you can't just eat them like how they are right and be Uh, like oh that's the same yeah like well like with uh cannabis you need to like you have to do stuff to it yeah you you have to render out the thc and like it's like a chemical process that needs to happen so that your liver can process it um so yeah i don't know but like you can definitely put cocaine in your mouth (laughs) that's for sure uh okay this is on reddit and it's just the first thing so there's no science here but this person says (laughs) coke is about one third as effective if you eat it maybe less you'll get similar effects just over a longer period of time and not as strong Mm -hmm. yeah interesting so maybe there's cocaine in the pie there's not cocaine in the pie get out of here (laughs) all right uh did you want to cover anything else this evening Mm, no i don't think so okay then we'll be back next month no this is a new month we're in july now we'll be back next time in two weeks we're going to do Friday the 13th question Are mark? we? Is it time? I hope so. Okay. It's, I feel like it's either it. going to be that or a combo heavyweights um, Camp Nowhere. Mm. Oh, man. Know what's funny? What? I was watching Stranger Things, and one of the kids had gone to a camp, a science camp, and he came back, and he had a shirt from his camp that said Camp Nowhere, like K-N-O-W, because it was a science camp. Yeah, I thought that was cute. That is cute. Um, I've seen pictures of Eleven in what I thought was just a very brightly patterned collared shirt that I later learned is actually a romper, and I'm going to need one. I thought it was a dress. See? Who even knows? I might be. I don't know. We might not be thinking of the same thing, even. It's just a variety of different potential garments. Um, Summer time. Uh, so, Jordan, if people wanted to find you, where should they look? I'm on Instagram at JordoPC. And our show is on Instagram at WistfulPod, even though I have not updated it in quite a while. I am on Instagram at Bimps, B-I-M-P-S-E. And uh, do, do, is there like a special way that people say goodbye at camp or some sort of farewell? I don't know. I haven't left yet. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I just thought maybe there would be some sort of, like, weird camp language. No, not that I've found yet. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Didn't find it yet. Maybe it'll be in one of our movies. Maybe. Find out next time on Wistful Thinking. Bye! Bye! <laughs>